everybody. We're the Consumer Technology Association. I'm Tyler Suters. We are the owners and producers of CES, the most influential tech event in the world. And we are here to help you get CES ready. The show is January 11th through the 14th, 2021, and it will be an all digital show, a first for CES. Still, CES 2021 will, as always, help exhibitors connect with existing and new audiences from all around the world. You'll get a new immersive experience at this show, a front row seat to discover and see the latest tech, and a highly personalized journey, bringing a global event to the comfort, and maybe most importantly, the safety of your own home or office. You know the key topics, smart cities, resilience, applications of artificial intelligence, vehicle tech, 5G, and today's focus, digital health. We're talking to Philips, who is working to unlock insights that lead to an innovative solutions that enable better care at lower cost. This is a significant value to consumers and patients and caregivers as well. And Philips' goal is to empower patients to take control of their health care. Now, at CES 2020, Philips had several digital health announcements, including sleep technology as one key ingredient. Today, a conversation with Philips, a digital health leader around the world and the chief business leader for personal health. That's all on today's edition of CES Tech Talk. Joining us today is Deepthik Khanna. She is executive vice president and chief business leader, personal health with Philips and Deepthik. Great to have you with us from Amsterdam today. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Tyler. It's great to be with you. Well, what an exciting time to be talking about digital health right now. Um, I want to start by citing some of our recent research at the Consumer Technology Association that three quarters of the experts in this field, and we're talking about payers, clinicians, healthcare administrators, they agree that technology is very effective in helping health systems shift to a value-based healthcare model. And that's the official wording of the, the question that was asked. But I think that shows a general enthusiasm for the acceptance, the potential for digital health. So Deepa, let's start off by talking about your scope in Philips and, and really what has you most excited at this time. Thanks, Tyler. I mean, you're absolutely right about the environment we're in. Uh, it's unmissable, uh, whether you're a consumer or a professional in an industry like mine, to see the genuine surge of interest in personal health and in consumers wanting to take control of their own health and the acceptance of technology as an enabler in all things. Uh, now, you asked me about my scope and, and what brought me to Philips. Uh, just to quickly introduce myself, uh, I've spent many years in the consumer products and consumer health industry, uh, and Philips called me earlier this year. And when they did, it really felt like it was meant to be. Uh, this is a brand that I've grown up with in India, so deeply iconic, very well respected. Uh, it's a company that as a professional in the consumer space, we had a tremendous amount of respect for, uh, for their pedigree and in innovation and technology and, and real human impact. Um, and so I, I, the more I discovered the journey that we are on with Philips in terms of really uh, a serious intent to transform health for humanity uh, and uh, across our quadruple aim, as we call it, where we want to improve patient outcomes, improve experiences, and deliver a, a more affordable cost, it really felt like this is something that called to me, and it's a journey I was very pleased to be part of. Um, as I joined Philips, uh, in my portfolio in personal health, uh, it truly is some very special categories that are all deeply personal, uh, as, as the name suggests. Uh, we have a business in oral health care. 
uh, with power toothbrushes and, and uh, a, a rapidly expanding portfolio. Uh, we have male grooming. Uh, we have beauty as well as mother and child care where we support uh, parents uh, through pregnancy all the way through the first thousand days of uh, the baby's life. So that's the portfolio. So one of the focuses we've seen throughout the pandemic is on caregivers and, and those at home. Uh, the pandemic, clearly a global tragedy. It's affected all of us in, in a number of ways, but it's also created additional systemic pressure on what is an already overburdened healthcare system. And providing the best care possible to people in this situation, that is spurring a lot of innovation and, and I think motivation to tackle challenges across the board, but especially in the area of telehealth. So the Consumer Technology Association has a number of companies, in, including Philips, involved in a new initiative around digital health care and telemedicine. And as companies are, are heading in this direction, what do you see as Philips' role? Uh, what, what do you aspire to do? I mean, the first thing I would start by saying is, uh, you know, we, everyone around the world and all of us uh, continue to deal with COVID. It is just an unprecedented event and our heart goes out to all of those that are impacted. Um, as you rightly pointed out, Philips takes great pride in our leadership position as a health tech company to go the extra mile. And, uh, you know, earlier this year when we confronted the uh, events that were unfolding, we really came out with a very purposeful uh, approach that we call the triple duty of care. And what that means is, you know, the first and foremost thing that we and I'm sure all employers feel responsible for is ensuring the health and safety of our employees. And that was a, a, a vital mission. We continue to abide by that. The second was to continue to fulfill critical customer needs. Um, and then thirdly, really to ensure business continuity. Uh, so as we looked at that, we also recognized that we had a great portfolio of products, services, and solutions that do help uh, address many needs, whether it's in response and recovery or in preparation, uh, especially in the, you know, the very infectious resp respiratory disease uh, that COVID is. Um, and we did a number of things immediately. We stepped up the production of our ventilators and patient monitors for critical care. Uh, we also really saw a rise of uh, consumer demand uh, in the space of air purifiers. And so we accelerated our production and ability to service that need. And what I'm also very proud of is the Philips Foundation, uh, where we supplied healthcare uh, equipment to several heavy hit uh, regions around the world. Uh, so really, you know, stepping up to be a leader in servicing the opportunity and the need in the space is something that Philips has done very well. I'm curious, Deepthu, when you say that you, you stepped up to meet the opportunity, that catches my ear because we've heard so many CEOs and business leaders inside and outside of the technology industry talking about the, the challenge that the global pandemic prevents, uh, presents, but also the opportunities that are there, um, the doors that are opening. Um, I think specifically within digital health, the rapid acceleration and adoption of uh, a number of key technologies or, or consumer acceptance of that. So with that in mind, how, how are you evolving at Philips amid the pandemic? Where is this taking your, your company, both in the, in the shorter term to get us through the pandemic, but also the, the more lasting effects about the acceleration of, of innovation and adoption? Yeah. It's a great question. And I, th I think, you know, as you rightly said, what is happening in COVID is an acceleration of certain trends that, to be honest, have been around for a few years, but uh, are seeing a bit of an impetus. And 
we in a business where we are serving consumer needs and patient needs need to always stay very close to those trends. Uh, so what we do see is everybody has a much deeper awareness of hygiene. We're stepping that up. Uh, we're very aware of uh, needing to make our homes more and more healthy, especially, you know, acutely. We all spend so much more time at home. So it's a real place where you want to be safe and want to feel healthy. Uh, I think there's a growing appreciation that health is very effective or even more effective when it is proactive and preventative uh, rather than only in the treatment space. And so we are more concerned about proactively managing our everyday health. We also recognize even better the interdependence between our own individual health and that of the community. Uh, so I think there's a much stronger sense of social responsibility. And then, of course, on top of all of these fundamental um, health insights, uh, like you said, there is a tremendous acceleration of digitalization on all fronts. Uh, you know, whether it is online shopping or telehealth, uh, we increasingly really rely on the connected world we live in to be able to uh, support us. Um, so with these trends, uh, certainly as Philips, we see an acceleration of the digitization of care uh, and especially moving into the home setting. And we've actually been on that journey for quite a long time. And we've been pioneers in several areas of virtual care, telehealth, and remote patient monitoring. Um, so what we've done at this time is we do see, especially that uh, in terms of being able to visit your care provider, there are uh, inhibitors in place. And what Philips is able to do is we have a portfolio of devices, software, and services that really help to identify and manage uh, patients remotely. Um, I, I know I'm going, giving you a slightly longer answer here, but to give you a few specific examples. <laughs> no, no, right? it's great. It's great to hear the passion and enthusiasm, Deep, the police. No, that's great. So, so you know, I, I do want to call out a few things that uh, I think especially are st stepping up uh, in this space. Um, very close to the personal health portfolio, I would first and foremost call out the Pregnancy Plus and Baby Plus uh, app platforms, uh, which continue to be incredibly trusted and a very reliable source of information and, frankly, community for tens of millions of parents uh, worldwide. Uh, and we continue to see that accelerate through uh, COVID. Uh, I'm also very pleased with our oral healthcare team, uh, where the Philips Sonicare brand is deeply trusted, not just by consumers, but by also dental professionals. And uh, we've been able to pioneer tele-dentistry services that allow people to consult dentists remotely uh, by sharing images through their smartphone and getting access to services. Uh, but also, we have some great solutions across the Philips Enterprise. Um, we have a maternal pod and patch system called Avalon, uh, which continuously monitors maternal heart rate, fetal heart rate, and uterine activity, and really supports uh, maternal health at a very critical stage. Uh, we have biosensors that have allowed us to monitor people with chronic conditions, whether it's uh, uh, you know heart disease or cancer and others, from the comfort of their homes. And we continue to also build out virtual care stations, uh, which give patients access to clinicians in a very convenient uh, setting, even if they don't have access to broadband and smartphone technology. So, uh, you know, Philips is uh, really going, uh, going out to be a pioneer and leader in this space and uh, really value this opportunity to step up and serve consumers as ne and patients as needed. So I want to leverage your enthusiasm for a moment, Deepa, if you will. Um, a little more... Uh... CTA research I'd like to share. This is much more consumer-based. Um, two notes. One is that uh, among patients who use telehealth or remote services for mental health, 
before the pandemic kicked in. So before uh, you know, March of, of 2020, uh, CTA's research shows almost two thirds, 60 percent are now more likely to use those services afterward or, or since the pandemic began. Um, and the second's a little more uh, into the broader sense of what digital health is and, and in-home fitness or health technology. Same survey, more than half of consumers say they're more likely to use at-home connected exercise equipment than before the pandemic. So only two data points. Uh, I, I want them to illustrate a point rather than, than demonstrate a trend necessarily. But there is evidence that, that the pandemic has really accelerated the embrace, the comfort level, um, the sense of value in uh, digital health access for consumers, however that may, might be, whether it's access to physicians or, or simple, simple consumer-facing technologies. Um, where are you on on that scale, Deep, in terms of the enthusiasm, not that you're embracing alone, but that you're seeing with consumers, um, with you're seeing with your customers, the um, the excitement, the the acceptance of all that digital health has to offer. Yeah. No, I think, you know, as, as I illustrated with some of the examples we just spoke about, uh, this is an area that Philips is absolutely committed to. And we see that, you know, embracing digital health and solutions is a vital part of, frankly, the value proposition that uh, is not only a requirement of consumers, but something that they now more and more expect as well. Uh, and, and so, we, you know, absolutely uh, something that we see us uh, getting into. And, uh, you know, in terms of... Um, some of the things that we see on the horizon, uh, we see a continued growth of awareness of our own health, which means, you know, uh, you and I, I, I don't know about you, but I can certainly speak for me that uh, 10 years ago, I did not know a concept of a microbiome, you know, or, or the idea that our guts are actually homes of microbiomes or, or what a healthy gut might look like. But I think- yeah, No, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm very much in that camp <laughs> with you, Deep. But no worries, you, <laughs> you can speak for me there. There you go. So, you know, I think we, we see that consumers and, and people will, are just going to be much more acutely aware of their own health and uh, want to know more, measure more, understand more. Uh, we see that uh, we will expect our homes to actually really support our health goals. Uh, you spoke about exactly the, you know, the, the embrace of home fitness uh, as a key indicator here. But uh, yes, our homes are our safe spaces. And we will expect that to be something that supports our, whole, uh, our health goals. Uh, we get increasingly comfortable using smart devices um, as a way to truly learn and improve our own rituals and to almost be our own coach. Uh, and while, you know, we're talking here about digital health, uh, to be honest, we, we see that trend accelerated in areas of even consumers taking care of themselves with daily rituals. Uh, we're very proud of, for instance, our grooming and beauty businesses. Uh, which encourage consumers to take care of themselves with some everyday rituals of grooming, shaving, etc. That might seem like, you know, it's it's a very basic requirement, but we actually see, even in those spaces, enhancing the proposition and the solution with coaching apps, uh, with tools that help you get better value, whether it's in how you style, etc. There is an increasing adoption of consumers to those kind of digital solutions. So for sure, we think, you know, that that trend is going to continue to accelerate. And um, we will uh, also expect to be more connected to our care providers. Uh, so, uh, you know, your doctors and the professional ecosystem that surrounds you uh, is available to you and more accessible than just the you know, traditional ways of uh, scheduling appointments every few months out. Uh, and finally, we will continue to see an escalation of the understanding of community health and how our health affects each other. 
So absolutely, you know, I think we are all in on this and we absolutely believe we need to look at health very holistically and really understand the connections and the impact of all things. And uh, if anything, the pandemic has certainly demonstrated our reliance on virtual care and, and how we engage and how we take care of preventative versus reactive care. Uh, in a nutshell, uh, as you said, you know, telemedicine, telehealth, it's, it's here to say. Uh, and uh, Philips is absolutely planning to continue to invest in open standards, data sharing, and continue our commitment to health, telehealth solutions at scale. Yeah, to your point about uh, about telehealth and, and the physician side of things, Deep. I mean, this is this is anecdotal only, but I've seen a, certainly a higher level of responsiveness from physicians during this because they have the telehealth option and the time does not have to be invested in the in the in-person aspects. But that's a separate conversation, most likely. Um, one of the benefits of talking to an expert like you is the chance to to look ahead five, ten years, maybe even further into the future. Um, when we're post-pandemic and we'll be there at some point, as far off as it may seem right now, how do you see digital health evolving? What are the the innovations that are on the horizon that you see either coming to fruition the soonest or being the most meaningful once they do evolve, Deepa? Uh, you know, I think in the end, what would be most powerful is for me and for Philips, uh, the way that I think about it is when all the evolution we see on digital health fundamentally drives impact. And I think the Philips way of articulating the impact to me remains very, very meaningful. Uh, we talk about an impact on the quadruple aim, uh, which is really where we believe that, you know, uh, our, our interventions and solutions should, should fundamentally support an improvement of health outcomes. That's number one. Number two, it should deliver an improved uh, patient experience. Uh, number three, it should deliver an improved care provider experience because this is a partnership. Uh, healthcare is delivered through an ecosystem of care uh, where the specialists and the solutions providers like us need to collaborate to deliver value to the consumer and the patient. And then finally, to improve the accessibility and the cost of care. Uh, so to me, if that is the vision that we want to work towards, and I would imagine that all the efforts we have underway in digital health will help us actually accomplish that. So that's, uh, you know, that's what I look forward to. Uh, turning now to the much uh, nearer future, short term, and we're talking about CES 2021 coming up in January. Um, we're excited to have Phillips back with us for the show. How are you adapting to the all digital format for CES? It's it's different for all the exhibitors and companies involved. Um, what is Phillips' tack and approach on that, Deepa? Well, look, we are very excited as always to participate in uh, CES. It's It's been a great forum for us to meet uh, people at the forefront of our industry. Uh, like everybody else, we absolutely embrace the virtual format. And to be honest, uh, we're now well accustomed to it in the way that we operate on all things, uh, including this conversation with you, which of course is also virtual. Um, and I think what we do look forward to is an opportunity to take a truly global approach uh, and have a more inclusive participation in the event uh, across our teams, but also in our dialogues with the customers and others. Uh, which is something the virtual format actually enables uh, compared to the limitations of the uh, physical format. Uh, so that's what we're looking forward to. Uh, that's a great point about the the opportunity to reach a global audience, Deepa, at, at CES 2021. Um, honing down that narrative, that story that 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 Phillips is sharing, what is it that that you want to tell the world uh, from Phillips' perspective 
at CES? You know, I think uh, a few messages that I would emphasize is uh, we are right now continuing to live through the biggest human health crisis of a lifetime. And what I would say is that Philips believes in a, in a partnership and believes that as an industry, we need to collectively stand up and support the needs of the time. Uh, what we are very pleased about is that we are doing our part uh, in innovating for consumers, patients, and, and really people at uh, on all spectrums. And uh, let's come together collectively to put healthcare in the hands of people and uh, deliver a positive human impact. Uh, that would be my uh, you know, key messages in that front. Yeah, the encouragement and optimism I think we could all use uh, as we're trying to pull ourselves out of this pandemic. Deep Thikana is Executive Vice President and Chief Business Leader, Personal Health at Philips. And Deepa, a pleasure to have you with us today to, to feel your energy and enthusiasm. And we're excited to see you virtually coming up at CES 2021. I look forward to that as well, Tyler. Thank you very much. All right, that is a wrap for this edition of CES Tech Talk. As you know, CES transcends the traditional tech industry. Companies use CES as a platform to show how they're embracing technology and involving their business. Companies large and small have a platform at CES. And we want you to be CES ready. So do yourself a favor, subscribe to the CES Tech Talk podcast. That way you won't miss any episodes as we're gearing up for CES 2021. Speaking of, the show was January 11th through the 14th, 2021. And big news, CTA has announced that Microsoft is its technology partner for the first ever all-digital CES. Exciting news. Uh, a reminder, go to ces.tech and be on the lookout for more exciting news. Again, that address is ces.tech. As always, nothing about this podcast would be remotely possible without the true stars of our show. Our executive producer, Jennifer Drogas, our assistant producer, Kristen Nemeroff, and our senior studio engineer, John Lindsay, you all are the best in the business. I'm Tyler Suters. Let's talk tech again soon. <laughs>